0: This is episode 414 of The Amy Ayler Show. Show notes can be found at com forward slash 414. Today is about patriarchy, stress, disorder, featuring the amazing Dr. Valerie Rain. Dr. Valerie Rain discovered Patriarchy Stress Disorder or PSD and created the only science-backed system for helping women achieve their ultimate success, happiness, and fulfillment by healing the intergenerational trauma of oppression. She holds an EDM in psychological counseling from Columbia University and a PhD in psychology from the Institute of Transpersonal Psychology. Her best-selling book Patriarchy Stress Disorder, the invisible inner barrier to women's happiness and fulfillment, has been heralded by Amazon reviewers as the most important body of literary work of our modern times and perhaps the most important book of the century for women. Her cutting edge programs have helped thousands of women shift from survival to thriving and master the game of how good can it get in their work and personal lives. Dr. Valerie, I'm so excited that you're here with me today. I have been devouring your book, Patriarchy Stress Disorder, and I am just so excited to be putting this context and framework around what I know so many of the women that are listening right now are feeling in the world. Mm-hmm. And I thought one of the best places to start, because you start your book this way, and I just was, literally had my jaw drop when you talked about this experience. Um, so will you start with your story about your hospital visit, your hospital adventure? <laughs> my hospital adventure that started
1: this big adventure. with Yeah, the absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Amy, thank you so much, first of all, for, for having me. And it's such a pleasure to connect with you. And thank mm-hmm. you, everybody, listening, for tuning in and sharing your time with us today. So my, my journey of uh, writing Patriarchy Stress Disorder, um, the pivotal moment in it was me actually living my dream life. It's Mm. an unusual start of (laughs) a hero's journey. Yeah. I was living my dream life. I had accomplished everything I set out to accomplish. Um, Two graduate degrees in psychology. And I was having my thriving private, private practice in New York. I had a family and home I adored. And really everything I ever wanted. And one day... I was on the phone with a client when I noticed I was smiling only with the right side of my face. Mm. And the left side of my face just hung in there, as did my left arm. I finished the call Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then grabbed my keys and headed out and drove myself using my right arm to the emergency room. And there they scanned me up and down for hours. And at the end of the day, my official diagnosis was quote unquote, just stress. Wow. Which uh, at the same time relieved me greatly. And of course. Puzzled- It puzzled me to no end because I actually did not feel stressed. Yes, my life was very full, was writing a full practice. I had a consulting um, practice on the side, you know, full full life with the family and everything happening, but it felt so normal. That stress felt so normal. I definitely was not feeling like, oh my gosh, it was reaching uh, critical levels where I would Uh, have symptoms of the whole left side of my body going offline. So that really made me pause and consider. And I was lying in that hospital bed, um, and not for a long time, by the way. As soon as I got news, what I did was I looked at the clock and I noticed that I could still make my evening client appointments. Wow. We so changed out of the hospital gown into my civilian clothes and um, drove myself to the office and saw my evening clients as if nothing had ever happened. But that too uh, gave another data point to me because as consumed as I was in um, living that life, I am also a scientist. I'm also a data ge- geek and I pay attention in my lucid moments, <laughs> and that ER yes. experience really cracked open that lucidity, and brought home the question: What, 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 what the heck? What's going on? What is going on? What is this um, stress about, really? Mm. And. When I started to pull back the blanket, the security blanket of stress, I realized that underneath it all, the horror of horrors, I still didn't feel happy and fulfilled despite having done it all, despite having done everything I thought would uh, get me to feel happy and fulfilled. That's what the society told me. That's what I believed. And yet I wasn't feeling happy and fulfilled and not for the lack of trying in Mm. addition to those outer world accomplishments. I was also working hard in my inner world. I had been in therapy for years. I've read tons and tons of self-help books, attended webinars, seminars at the time, (laughs) was probably before webinars, (laughs) Uh, and uh, retreats and all sorts of things. And yet I was still not feeling happy and fulfilled. And so the natural conclusion was, okay, I'm so broken that nothing works for me. And just, I just need to accept this. This is as good as it gets. And also, you know, why am I, am I ungrateful? What am I reaching for? My life is good. And so I was also feeling guilty about feeling this way. Thankfully, I had another data point in my awareness and that was that my clients actually were stepping out of numbness and into the fullness of their lives. They were leaving behind that state of dissatisfaction, that mild, mm, just not quite happy, just not quite fulfilled and living authentically and really reclaiming their freedom. And mm-hmm. I was still stuck. So my question became, what was I doing for them that I wasn't doing for me? And Interesting. the answer was, yeah. yeah. With all of my clients, I was using mind-body trauma healing tools, even though they didn't have any big traumatic life-threatening experiences. But I understood from them, from their symptoms, from what I was seeing, that they were all carrying trauma in their systems. And I knew that because the key symptom of trauma is disconnection, is disconnection from parts of our bodies, from our authentic desires, from our authenticity, from the fullness of our lives. And... Uh, ironically, I wasn't seeing it in myself and half of my body literally had to disconnect <laughs> right. to draw my attention to the fact that I too had trauma. But what kind of trauma? I had two graduate degrees in psychology. They didn't teach me about any kind of invisible trauma that I I, I would be carrying. So with that question, I I really opened up to receiving the answer. And at that time exciting new research was coming out in the field of epigenetics showing that traumatic experiences are genetically transmitted they're transmitted through genetic expression through DNA expression and that's what connected the dots for me women have been oppressed for thousands of years Mm. oppression is trauma trauma is genetically transmitted and that's That was my discovery of patriarchy, stress disorder or PSD, this invisible, inherited collective trauma that lives in our systems, in our nervous systems, in our subconscious, in our bodies. And from there, it drives up our stress levels, drives down our satisfaction levels because... Throughout history, the history of patriarchy, it has never been safe for a woman to desire what she desires and to live her life designed by her desires. And because of that, not feeling safe in our power, in our wholeness is we, is a part of the a huge part of the reason why we're experiencing these symptoms anxiety and depression. And we don't have clarity about what it is exactly that we're bringing to the world. And that is also driving so much burnout for women. Mm. So many health expressions, such as autoimmune, which affects women at the rate of 75 to 90% versus men, Something's going on and that discovery has changed everything for me. My life transformed dramatically and the women will work with their high achieving women who have like me done it all (laughs) therapy and coaching and read self-help, et cetera, et cetera, and achieved at a very high level. And when they get that missing piece and we start to heal trauma start to heal PSD, that really is what unlocks that inner freedom to feel safe in our power, in our authentic self-expression in every area. And women begin to get the ROI on everything, all the hard work they've put into both their outer and inner Mm -hmm. uh, success and expression. Wow. Okay. So I just want to highlight some of the things that you've said
0: here, because this is, I mean, this feels like you have stumbled upon or not even stumbled, but really have researched your way and paid attention and I was stumbled smart brain of yours. Right. I was stumbled upon you stumbled. it. Okay. Okay. But you, you know, you've, you're really unlocking something that has been plaguing yeah. modern day women plaguing us. So everyone listening right now, do you feel this way? Are, is there that level within you where you don't feel satisfied, where you don't feel fulfilled, where you don't feel happy, where you don't feel free, where you feel disconnected with your desires, even though you're living from the outside perspective, a really great life? Yeah. And I loved what you said about the guilt of that, because I feel like especially for, you know, for those of us living, um, you know, above the poverty line, you know, when we look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, we know that we're going to have food, we know that we're going to have shelter and clothing and And yet there's this feeling of dissatisfaction and we can look around at what is happening to women in third world countries and other parts of the world where we're like, what, what business do I have feeling unfulfilled? Mm -hmm. I am safe. My children are safe at night sleeping in their sweet little bedroom, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. With food in the fridge and parents that love them and, And yet here we are with this chronic burnout and this chronic dissatisfaction. And so you are providing with patriarchy stress disorder, the missing link of the trauma and the trauma in our DNA of being a part of a gender that has been repressed and
1: oppressed Mm -hmm. for thousands of years. Yeah. Am I getting this? Mm -hmm. You are, and I'm so glad you took it there to that comparison that runs through women's minds. My life is good, yes. right? I do have food in the fridge and I do have shelter and my kids are safe. What business do I have complaining? And that allows me to really bring home the fact that it is, it, it is a privilege to be able to work on healing this trauma, Yes, It is a privilege. Yes. It does require our basic needs to have been met. It requires that base, base level of Maslow's hierarchy of needs to be there, yeah. that foundation. And our mothers and grandmothers and previous generations, right, they built that foundation. And yes. also through the advancement of women's rights, that foundation was built, created for us where we have the opportunity to play big in the world. And so what business do we have not showing up fully when all these generations worked so hard yes. and sacrificed so much for us to have all the opportunity, mm-hmm. all the opportunity here, right? And we're under-living, we're under-showing up. And There's a lot of suffering in that. And it's not just personal, because if we are underusing the opportunity and the privilege that we have, how can we advocate on the behalf of women who are underprivileged, who do not have the same opportunities? How are we going to correct the injustices in the world? Patriarchy is going to do it. The the racist, uh, colonialist patriarchy is going to turn around and instate equality? I don't think so. Right. It's on us. It's on privileged women like us. And I say it with, with the desire to really awaken that sense of, yeah, me living my full life and being fully expressed and being fully in my power is a service, is a contribution in the world. It's the most leveraged move I can make. It is the opposite of selfish because the more You have, you embody your power, you bring in the resources, the more everybody else has, because women work with resources very differently. Mm -hmm. Women bring the resources back to empower others. And I get chills when I tap into this because this is the real thrust behind this movement of uncovering and healing PSD. Yes, we want every woman to feel happy and fulfilled, and that's what our clients and students are experiencing and bringing in lots of money and serving in the world. And there is a much bigger vision because every woman who steps into her freedom makes it possible for other women and men and children everywhere. And that's how we change the world by embodying the change you want to see in the world. Yes, yes. Well, and it and it really is about trusting. I say
0: this to my clients all the time. Like, I trust you That when you reach that next level of wealth and power, that you are going to use it to empower others, to help reach that handout to those different groups that are oppressed and be able to be the ones that create a true systemic change, which is what we need so badly in this world. And that so it so it, it really is about trusting yourself and for us to trust each other and say, doing this level of work will benefit and will break down the systems of oppression that we are all
1: standing up against right now. Yeah, this is so powerful. And one of the key. Uh, features of oppression, um, one of the key tools of oppression that patriarchy uses, as well as other systems of oppression, is divide and conquer. Mm-hmm. And with patriarchy, the way it works is because it makes women that wounding, that patriarchy stress disorder, it makes women feel like they're not enough. Mm-hmm. Something's wrong with us. Uh, we don't measure up. We need to work harder and harder and harder because we look at ourselves and we don't see our true authentic beauty that's unconditional we don't see our true authentic power we don't fully perceive that our full true authentic unconditional worth then we look at other women and we unconsciously pro- project it onto others as well we don't see their true authentic power and they don't see ours and that is lethal That is lethal because it keeps us all in the silos of shame, of not feeling good enough. And what happens when we begin to dissolve this, what we see happen with women in our programs where we create a safe environment for every woman to experience, oh my gosh, there is nothing wrong with me. It's PSD. It's women from all over the world all having the same symptoms. It is not something that's wrong with me. and We begin to heal together and move into greater authenticity and reclamation. Of that unconditional power, unconditional worth, unconditional beauty, and then women reflect it to each other, and we heal those divides. And then we have this incredible phenomenon happening: when one woman rises, everybody else rises. One woman breaks that next level of uh, what's possible for her, be it in her relationship, be it her, be it in her relationship with herself or with her children, w- with her partner her work in the world, her impact, her income, and everybody else comes up with her. Because we're all connected on the basis of our wholeness wholeness and unconditional worth versus disconnected based on what's wrong with us.
0: Yes. So break it down for us. And this is, you know, I really want to recommend to everyone listening please go out and get Patriarchy Stress Disorder. This book is fantastic. (laughs) I always tell my listeners, buy three copies, buy one for yourself, buy one for one of your sister friends, like a woman in your life that you love, that you know is on that brink of burning out, that is feeling these feelings of unworthiness. And then hold one in your home. And the next time when this pandemic is over and you can have a dinner party or a barbecue or whatever, and you'll Mm. know, oh, I have a book for you. So so much. go, go and grab it. Because what I love about this is, you use this metaphor throughout the book of how women are waking up in prison. Yeah. And how to then start bribing the guards and digging the tunnel and savoring the freedom. And so, mm-hmm. w- will you share a bit with us about how we can start to really wake up and how we can start to get out of that prison?
1: Absolutely, I, I so love the three book uh, advice. <laughs> I I'm, I'm going to use that too. Yeah, books books I love. I'm yeah. so going to to do that. That just and that just goes to show what we as women do. When right, we find something of value. We spread that value, yeah. and oh my gosh, that's so gorgeous. That's how we heal together yeah so in the book, i I talk about my five step system, which I call the Jailbreak system. It's mm-hmm. a compilation, a distillation of um over two decades of my um, work study, uh, research into this um, mind, body work. As you remember, I started talking, I I started working with my clients in that realm way before I started using it for myself. (laughs) And um, and then the download of PSD brought it all together. So what I've seen work very effectively, I've poured and distilled into a five-step system of tools that anybody can use. They're gender agnostic. We just opened our first program for men who are at this point where Welcoming partners of our women because mm. we're we're also very clear that a woman can only go so far as her relational container will allow because subconsciously she will um, average to the lowest common denominator.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. That's just right. Yeah, that I, I, that's I, I totally
0: agree with that. I love the relational container. I had never mm. thought of that before, but I think that you know, for, for women that are in heterosexual relationships with a man, it's like there is that thing and i th- and i feel like i have so many women in my life that feel like they're like pulling their husbands their boyfriends their partners along and I think that it can often be true in homosexual relationships as well, where there's one partner that is really exploring and wanting to grow, mm-hmm. and they feel like they're pulling that person with them. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. whether it's a man or a woman or someone yeah. who's non-binary, who knows, but it's yeah. like really, you know, working with our partners and that relational container is huge. You're so right, yeah. Dr. Valerie. Yeah.
1: I, yeah. So I, yeah, I wanted to really clarify that these tools are human tools. They're yes. genetic agnostic they age agnostic we we yes. teach them to our kids as well mm. and they're all about you know healing our nervous system and we do have lesbian couples who, who we work within the programs and that's amazing also to because we haven't yet started working with male partners we will in a, yes. in a, in a few weeks yes. so we have uh, our first frontier evidence is coming from same-sex relationships awesome. and they're they having beautiful um, breakthroughs going to the next level so it, the potential of this work we're, we're learning about it from our clients every day from quadrupling 5 the business to healing uh or immune disease to taking their relationship to the next level, falling in love and seeing their own beauty for the first time, like looking in the mirror with no makeup and seeing and falling in love with that beauty. I mean, seriously, that's wow. that's what I always right, I dream it was possible because I grew up, I've never seen mother look in the mirror and and um be pleased. Yes. Right. Yes.
0: And so, yes. Oh, gosh, Dr. Valerie, it's so true. It's so true. And just everyone listening, think about that. When's the last time you looked in the mirror and thought, winked at yourself and said, honey, you're looking good, right? Like, <laughs> where's <laughs> that experience in particular and raising two girls, myself, my oldest being 13? I mean, the, and, and, you know, she has a mom that's written about self-love and self-compassion for all, you know, most of my career and I see it. I see the self-hatred. I see the self-loathing. I see the, you know, how hard she already is on herself at 13 and it destroys me. I'm like, what is this about? And I feel like understanding that it's the DNA expression. Yeah of women of what we've been through makes so much sense cuz she's been raised in an environment where we love her so much. Yes. And so and and where every day I'm telling her inside and out babe you are amazing. And
1: yet here it is, right? And yet here it is. Thank you so much for bringing this home. Because, um, again, women, we, we feel this guilt, like we're responsible for it all. And if something is up with our kids, our heart breaks and we blame ourselves. And it's the whole culture. It's that intergenerational trauma. And what I see with women who embark on this journey, including myself, is that it immediately affects our children. immediately like I've seen my daughter is nine almost ten and her level of embodiment self-confidence and how like unconditional her love for herself is has really grown and it was as early as she was four and she was already like deep in the throes of that conditional love and acceptance oh I'm not good because blah 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 and I was horrified like how do I get you out of there but it turns out when when I started deepening into this work her world Changed as well. And I want to share this very briefly, because it just really helps to understand how this genetic transmission works, based on this very elegant study that they did, that um, unfortunately involved, you know, animal cruelty, as those tend to. Yes, I do. So yeah. in, in this study, they introduced the smell of cherry blossoms to mm-hmm. mice while simultaneously zapping their feet with mild electric shocks. The mice were then bred and their children and their grandchildren, when exposed to the smell of cherry blossoms, showed a strong fear and anxiety reaction. Let's just take that in. And recognize that two generations after the traumatic experience, those mice who had never had an adverse experience involving electric shocks and cherry blossoms were afraid of the smell of cherry blossoms, had a strong fear and anxiety reaction when exposed to it. That is how PSD plays out in our systems. What is cherry blossoms for women is everything that we deeply and authentically desire. And even being in touch with our desires has been prohibited and punishable for women throughout history of patriarchy, thousands of years. A woman who reached for her desires, for her cherry blossoms, was punished, was um, ostracized, excommunicated, mm. uh, drowned, burned at the stake, et cetera, et cetera. And even more recently, uh, the prohibition on having what we desire has been very strong. Like women could not love who we loved. Mm. Women, women married for survival and women couldn't have their own money. Up until 1960, a woman could not, couldn't open her own bank account in the U.S. and couldn't take out a business loan until 1988. That yeah. is very recent. That is very recent. That is not ancient history. And And of course, every time we turn on media and we are exposed to how women are portrayed versus men, and how women's bodies are policed, we get triggered, Uh, this trauma gets triggered. And then it shows up as self-sabotage in different ways that keeps us from going after our deep desires and even knowing them. So in the system, my five-step jailbreak system, we start by waking up in prison, which means recognizing the layers of ancestral, collective, and personal traumas that really are the culprit and disidentifying it from, oh, it, something's wrong with me. I'm getting in my own <laughs> right. way. Right, right. And then we meet the prison guards, those trauma defenses that are biological mechanisms that are designed to keep us safe. And then we work with them to create embodied, deep embodied safety. And they evolve from prison guards to bodyguards. <laughs> and then We go into tunnel digging where we heal deeper layers of trauma. And then we move into how good can it get, savoring freedom. And that is all about continuing to heal trauma and create more expansion in how much good We're able to receive Because our capacity to receive I don't know if you've noticed that But women, we tend to have (laughs) Issues with receiving anything From compliments to money to love And that Again, is not our fault it has to do with trauma because it's never been safe or even possible to receive anything that we desired. So that requires healing, that requires expanding our capacity, that requires safety. And that's, that's how we work. That's, that's the story arc or, or the structure of working through this trauma. And of course there are very precise science-based tools drawing from neuroscience, drawing from epigenetics and biology and psychology that we use to help women on this jailbreak journey. I love it. I love it. It's so.
0: It's such a powerful process. And there's so many tangible tools inside the book. And the way that you show us the way out is so incredibly powerful. And again, I want for everyone listening to really look at what is, like how is patriarchy stress disorder showing up for you in your life? And I know that you do a lot of work specifically around how it shows up in our bodies. And you mentioned Mm -hmm. autoimmune, you mentioned anxiety, you mentioned, you know, different things, but is there a little bit more that you can share with us before we wrap up here around how that shows up specifically in our body? And I think you even have a course coming up about that specifically, yeah?
1: Yeah. So the body is where um, high achieving women begin to finally pay attention. Like in my story of ending up in the ER with symptoms of a stroke, that was enough to get my attention, yeah? Mm. Because other things we're, we're going to power through. <laughs> other things we're going to tolerate. We're going to be like telling ourselves the stories, it's okay. But when it's the body that begins to fall apart, and that, that usually gets us to pay attention. And what I see with high-achieving women right now is adrenal fatigue, burnout, it's a pandemic really autoimmune trouble sleeping or relaxing without a glass of wine or a pill that has become just a staple as both in the corporate world and with entrepreneurs yes and even when when we sleep we're not waking up relaxed and rested and the thing is it's because our nervous system isn't constantly in a constant state of overdrive and it it does so to keep us safe from the dangers of being visible from the dangers of being in our power and playing big so the bigger we play the more active psd is running in our system and the more tall it takes on the body it's just a matter of time when that begins to show up so my recommendation is to not wait till you have an er episode like me and so other so many other women i know and work with but pay attention to things like are you feeling a little numb and disconnected are you feeling low libido are you not feeling turned on and juicy and are you not experiencing you know toe curling orgasms and deeply intimately connected with your partner these are all symptoms of that disconnection symptoms of trauma remember so uh, the body is a huge gateway into healing and that's actually where we do the work By rewiring the nervous system and getting in touch with those disconnected areas so that we can all come online and and Mm -hmm. thrive and Mm -hmm. blossom. And the program you're referring to, Amy, thank you so much for mentioning it. We we started doing this thing where seasonally we have a free three-day virtual retreat. Mm. and it's phenomenal women attend from all over the world including women who are in the opposite time zone like Mm -hmm. we have women in bali i'm in pacific time zone right now and uh, we have women in bali and india and australia Mm. who are like staying up all night just to be there and we have amazing testimonials from that retreat alone women are shifting and reclaiming beautiful things one of our participants shared that she broke up with the scale after weighing herself wow. compulsively every day, multiple times a day, four years. Bravo. done it since. <laughs> right? like, like little things like that, right? Big shifts happen in a short amount of time and you really get the opportunity to take the information that you learn about in the book deeper into the level of transformation. Transformation is only possible in the direct experience, right? It's not going to, Uh, be facilitated from the pages, no matter how good a book is, maybe like a really powerful book of poetry can do this, right? I, I don't claim that mine has that power. So that's why we have uh, this experience, our next one is coming up in November, the thrivingexperience.com. And every time we have a theme, and the theme of the coming up one is the body, reclaiming uh, our deeper relationship with the body. Remember, women didn't have ownership of our own bodies, our bodies belonged to men throughout patriarchy. Mm-hmm. I mean that fact alone maybe explains a little something of why we may struggle with our relationship with the body just A little (laughs) little preview of the coming attraction. So if this is speaking to you, definitely you can check out the book, Deep Your Toes In, drvalerie.com forward slash book. You can download both uh, the first chapter of the book free and the supplemental resources. Those practices Amy mentioned uh, that come as meditations and some tracking sheets to start dipping your toes in. And then join us, thethrivingexperience.com, where we together Get to create this high tide that uplifts us all out of the, the imprisoned experience and into the thriving experience. <laughs> I love it. So, definitely want to encourage all of you to check
0: that out. Grab the book, go to thrivingexperience.com register for this upcoming three-day retreat. I will be registering and I will be there. I absolutely love the work that you're doing, Dr. Valerie. I think it is such a gift to the planet, such a gift to women, and such a gift to the world and to men. Yes. Because I know there are so many men like my husband, like my father, like my brothers in laws and nephews, you know, that want to see women fully embrace their power and be yes. completely fulfilled and happy. There's, I, I believe that there's more men that want that than men that don't. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, I believe that to wholeheartedly. I really do. It's just unfortunate because the ones that don't want it get all the press. But it's like <laughs> you know, we have all these amazing men out there. And that's the thing Absolutely. that when people, you know, hear smash the patriarchy. I'm always like, it's not about men. Like it's most men don't men. benefit from the patriarchy. It's like exactly. one
1: type of alpha male <laughs> jerk that benefits from this system. And that- it comes High price to them, too, to That's all right. men, really disconnection yes. from their full, authentic, yes. whole selves. So, yeah, that. I agree with you. Nobody benefits at the end of the day. Yes, it comes laced with privilege, which yes. makes it a harder sell to some men, yes. but others yes. are also ready to go there yes. and heal and support their women in reclaiming their freedom.
0: Yeah. And I love this question that you pose in the book of how good can it get? Mm -hmm. And I just really want all of you that are listening to really take that in, like, how good can it get? And to do that with Without the guilt that comes with that, without the shame of wanting more, without the feeling of why can't I just be satisfied and to do this healing work that Dr. Valerie is inviting you to do so that we can really go to that place of having it get better and better and making it so that when our children's children smell the cherry blossoms, so to speak, (laughs) that yes. they feel joy instead of yes. feeling their entire nervous system collapsing on them. Yes.
1: We yes. can be the generation that does this work. We can. Oh, major chills, that. Amy. We are the generation who has the privilege who has the science who has the know-how why the hell won't we do this yes. work? Seriously. I love it. I love so it. Thank you so much for being a champion of PSD awareness and Absolutely. healing. Thank you for bringing me on on your show today, man. Thank oh you, my joy. Our my listeners.
0: Yes. Yeah, so I have one final question that I ask all my guests on my show. Yeah. If you're willing. And that is, and especially right now with the pandemic and the financial crisis and so many social justice issues coming up and needing yeah. to be healed and wildfires and hurricanes and everything going on in the world. I'm, I'm curious for you personally, though, mm-hmm. what's messy and what's magical about your life these days?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that uh, juxtaposition of messy and magical. Mm-hmm. I I. I don't think I distinguish between the two. I mean, yes. there's always there's always messiness, there's always magic, and just swimming in this g- glorious soup of <laughs> all the ingredients. Yes. <laughs> and but I I gotta say, what keeps me um, afloat in that, and what keeps me steering um, out of the mess and processing the mess, and being able to be in the flow of magic, which is so strong in my life. I'm so grateful for that. That's that inner work. That's trauma healing because the more unhealed trauma we have in the system, the more it's going to recreate the old the old stuff, the survival stuff, the old mess. Yes. One of my clients just used that expression. It's either this or the old mess. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the old mess, right? The gravitational pull is created for that by the unprocessed generational and collective trauma in our systems. Mm-hmm. And the more we do the healing work, the more we open up the space for the flow of magic. And then it's a quantum leap. That That's what I refer to as that survive, uh, thriving reality, shifting from survival, the game of how much can I bear to the the game of how good can it get? (laughs) I love it. Regardless of the circumstances, right? And the the game of how good can it get, it's the game of how good can it get for all. Because again, when we shift, the world around us shifts. What becomes possible for us and what we can support others in making possible for them takes a quantum leap as well. So it's the opposite of selfish. It's the most leveraged thing we can do for the world right now from my perspective. I love it. Thank you so much, Dr. Valerie, for being here. And thank you to
0: all the listeners for tuning in. I hope that you take so many golden nuggets with you from the show today. And until next time, it's Amy Ailer signing off, reminding you to keep embracing the messiness and the magic of life. Until next time. Bye-bye.